There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. It's the first time in months that Iggy is here on time. A top break. You're down on this transfer. I don't get he, he being high. I can't hear you. Oh yeah, sorry. It is a banger. Um, yeah, they, that, that TJ Mo fan page maybe. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna. It is. Are they high on the transfer? The best page in Facebook history. It's amazing. Wow, is that right? Oh, dude. I, it wasn't the Blues Lounge. Can't do that anymore. What um, happened to the Blues Lounge? Why? I'm, I'm permanently banned, yeah. Oh, why? Well, everybody got banned from that thing. Yeah. That, Why'd you get banned? The pube, and then everybody else on the show came running and trying to. You get canceled? Yeah. But that, yeah, they're, they're talking up. <laughs> high four star. High four star. I didn't know there was three star, four star, <laughs> high four star, five star. Yeah. But, yeah, they're excited. Well, I guess when you're recruited by Alabama, Ohio State, and USC, I'm sure you are. A but the transfer star, portal star. is weird because, like, the, these were guys who were recruited three years ago. I don't like, you know, like a transfer as a senior. Oh, he was a five-star in 2018. Well, yeah, that's five years ago. That five other classes that have passed him in athleticism and ability. Mm. Just because you were a four- or five-star three or four years ago, I don't know if that translates to you. Being, I mean, it's like saying five years from now, Jake Garcia is 35. Oh, well, he was a four-star. Maybe he could get in there. You want him to go back to Miami? No, I just, I, I think it's a good pickup. I just don't know why he would start over any of the other two options. It makes no sense. But nobody said he's starting yet. No, no, no. no. I, but to me, why would he, I mean, if he trampering for the fifth time to sit on the bench, I would highly doubt that. Is, there's a he limit. to the starter at Miami. No, he wasn't. There's a he limit to the number of, of transfers you can do, right? Didn't you do it twice? Uh, they're trying to set a new rule where you would, after the first or second, there would be uh, like a six month. You have to sit out a, a, a semester, year. maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. It used to be always a year or a semester, and they changed that rule. Yeah. Well, Which I like the rule not the having to sit out. Right. If coaches no don't sense. have to sit out, players shouldn't sit 100%. What I saw from Brady Cook minus Drinkwitz calling the plays, which you'll have obviously in 2023, that's a quarterback you can work with. 
didn't throw any picks, didn't turn the ball over at all on those three game stretches. Right. I mean, his legs I mean, and his decision making. Hell out of the ball. Won two key games. That. That's the guy. It's not this. Wow, you are a Brady Cook guy. But he's inaccurate. He's been inaccurate downfield a lot. You just wonder how much of that was because his shoulder was bad. Right, That and that's a very fair point. I, I, we haven't seen him fully healthy in a while. So Riding a final year for a, a guy who played 20 minutes and a guy who had transferred four or five times on your last year potentially at an SEC program, I think you go with what you have, and Brady Cook is the guy. There's no way it could be Sam Horn. There's just no way. Well, we should get I wish it was but last year. if he year. shows better in spring? Okay. Well, spring ball compared to SEC football is two completely different beings. I mean, 100%. at least Brady Cook showed some promise against SEC opponents and not third-string cornerbacks from, mm. you know, Defiance mm. or, you know, wherever. I just, I think you know what you have in Brady, and I wouldn't want to work with Sam Horn in my last year. Doug, you and Tim are banned at the Blues Lounge. They banned everybody who's on the fan page in 2017. They, they did. did. Doug, I guess we've been banned. I didn't even know it. I, I thought that uh, our friend Chrissy started that and then found out all these other people came in and just started really trashing things, and she just washed her hands of that and got out. Doug, did you go in there and trash? Oh, the admins. Three well, ball, it became, three It became the secret fan page, pretty much. It did. I don't know if that was just the just taking shots fan. at each other? I don't know if that was the secret fan page, but it became like the fan page. Well, okay. It wasn't just talking about the blues? Every four years, no, there's like started, a secret fan page. It started as talking about the blues, but it turned into talking about everything but the blues. Uh, Larry Thornton says, where are we getting this? Is his fifth transfer? It's his first. He went to a lot of high schools trying to find a place to play during COVID. That's from Larry Thornton. That's that's too many transfers. I don't, five high schools in four years. Five high schools in four years is, and two of them were COVID. COVID so or like, not? And if he's a high all. four star, wouldn't you think you'd play at just about any high school that you go to? Yeah, that it's. I don't know. I, he has a hell of an arm. I've seen the show that the show you're referring to on Netflix. Hell of an arm. He must. But again, this is two or three years ago. Like guys change quarterback come in that were sophomores when he was a senior that are way better now like people pass the guys he started the game last year against virginia no and even i mean he his stats aren't terrible five touchdown four picks i mean it's you know he didn't get a lot of time but yeah. i i don't i don't get this go on the fan page i'm sure alvin mack has broke down his game now you're down on alvin mack <laughs> no he's a miami <laughs> i'm sure he's a, he's a miami guy i guarantee oh. you there's something on the fan page from alvin mack about this guy all right I haven't seen it, but I... Well, maybe this is a situation where if Cook has a bad game, they won't be so hesitant to bring in somebody else, see if he got a better shot. Yeah. That's, well, whoever, you just, you have more people competing in the room, and that is a positive thing. You know, that's how I view it. And you now have an offensive coordinator who did a hell of a job at Fresno State, albeit Mountain West, but still he did a hell of a job. So there were two big questions in this offseason, and... You know, whether one is high on them or not, I totally understand, but at least there is an offensive coordinator, and at least there is somebody who is playing at a legitimate operation uh, who has been added to the mix of quarterback. And, you know, when they hired Blake Baker, if anything, he was kind of considered, you know, potentially not necessarily with a positive career trajectory at the moment. And you saw what he, he was able to do, so... You know, at least they tended to it. The expectations don't change. He's going to have to win seven games. They're going to have to have a hell of a September, most likely, considering what lurks in the back half of that schedule. So, 
you know, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not jumping up and down about it. I'm just, I'm glad that things have been tended to. And, you know, it, it's better to have some competition. That's for sure. I'm not sure Brady Cook is happy with competition. Well, welcome to the real world. Right. SEC football, baby. Uh, three of his transfers were COVID. His California school canceled season. He transferred to a school in Georgia, was ruled ineligible after a game, and went to another school. So three of the five were out of his control. It's from Larry Thornton. But why was he ruled ineligible? Doug? He wasn't ruled ineligible due to COVID, am I right? And if you transfer to a school when you're knowingly going to be ineligible, that's a decision that you make on your own. Nobody forced him to transfer to Georgia and get... I don't know. You, you can spin COVID however you want. That's a lot of freaking schools, man. That is a lot. Yeah. You didn't spend a year in one of the schools. Like, it's it's wild. It does seem pretty. It, doesn't it might matter set the record for number of high schools a player has gone to in four years. I don't know. It's gotta be Michael right Beasley there. went to six. Uh, Carlos Spicywinner is issuing a statement. Guys, the Blues Lounge is where Plowsy tried to sell a Robbie Fabry pube. Oh. Then there was another Blues Lounge that was the secret fan page of radioactive dorks. Yeah. Oh. Dorks described you guys have been too close to nuclear now, fallout. Now I'm pretty sure the final remnants of dorks and hate listeners have started a separate page just bashing you all at every turn anonymously. Oh. It's compelling, interesting behavior to say the least. Okay. Like that's Carlos Spicywinner and he's someday going to be going into the Hall of Fame. He should, yeah. We have what a page current is that? secret would... fan page? Nice. We Let's... like to be bashed. Yeah, I'd love to see some of the comments. Those are always I don't fun. want to see it. I like I like the mystery. I'm sure they love my tags. It's all I know. <laughs> I would like to see how many more people I can block. <laughs> how much were you asking for, for Fabrice Pugh? Yeah, what was it? <laughs> the best part about that is I wanted to make sure that they set the first price. I right. don't want to oh. put... Don't negotiate against yourself. You didn't know how many Robbie Fabry Pugh's were out there at the time. This one could be one of one. Yeah. And, you know, you really got a PSA grade wasn't out yet. <laughs> I think it's against the law to sell body parts, though. Doug, is I it? Get it's it. not a body part. I don't know if that would count or not. It's like an accoutrement. Oh, dude, people are selling yeah, it's like a gum and chew gum and locks of hair on eBay. Yeah. I should easily be able to sell a pube. Oh. That's like a condiment. You can donate hair. How do people know it's authentic? It's not autographed or anything, is it? <laughs> Authenticated, though. You get DNA on it. <laughs> Who's going to do that? Well, if you want to sell it, you want to get it authenticated, you need some DNA on it. Can someone get Stephen A. Plowhawk to settle down? <laughs> Good Lord. That's from <laughs> you know, the great thing about 99% of radio shows is the board ops don't talk. <laughs> oh, 636. That's a good one. Those 636s, they're spicy. Probably higher than 99%, I would think. Think so? Yeah. I think, but, the, but next door, Riz runs the board. Worm. Learn runs her own board. But he's not considered a board op. Three for Ray, three. Uh, Rocky runs it on 101. Jackson runs it for us on Balloon Party. Marsh, Marshy Marsh and the Playful Posse runs it in the afternoon. And all the board ops on 101 talk. Everyone that we just mentioned talks. So suck it, 636. Uh, <laughs> that's because Hubbard knows what they're doing. They bring in people that are entertaining. Go to another Cracker Barrel off the highway. <laughs> Hey, that reminds me, when we were talking about Cracker Barrel a couple days ago, I still carried it over a few hours later. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get Cracker Barrel for dinner. Did you? And, Doug, I think they got rid of that grilled chicken sandwich oh, no. I liked. I know. I'm angry, too. Everybody has a grilled chicken sandwich. It seems so basic. And it is. But I loved it. The grilled so, chicken you get tenders instead? on sour. I just didn't go. And I called. I actually called to ask. I mean, that's how. <laughs> that's how I wouldn't have been I'm, that. I'm calling Cracker Barrel. <laughs> if anybody is still out there with, as the cat said, I was part of the cools and he was part of the olds. Mm -hmm. If you are calling 
a Cracker Barrel to find out if they still have a sandwich. It's over. Yeah. I mean, I'm done. It's over. Yeah. yeah, I might have run good at one point, but it's over for and me. And they didn't have it. And so I, you had to turn up no, your nose at it. <laughs> I explained it to the gentleman who answered the phone. And he goes, oh, one second. And then he just put me on a line that just rang into eternity. And the worst part is I probably sat there for five minutes waiting for somebody to answer, and then I finally gave up. But I wanted a damn sandwich. Yeah, yeah. You probably could have got the chicken and dumplings. I wanted the sandwich because I wanted them steak fried. Next, you'll be called in Golden Corral. Say, what kind of potatoes you got today at the buffet? Russet. Mm. Mm. I'm surprised I got a phone. The Miami quarterback transferred multiple times because he couldn't get his passport. Thanks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Guys, I'm just watching KG and O-Town's latest TikTok. He seems like a pretty top-notch guy and can really help out the producing aspect of the show. Someone should look into it. Thanks, mm. Dave, Marilyn Heights. Well, we are, apparently. Darren okay. bitches all the time about Takesmiths. Uh... And Tony Romo talking too much. Yet all he does is spew steaming, horrible takes. <laughs> the self-awareness is stunning. That's from Oink Oink the Boy Pig. Oh, they're not horrible takes. Is this Plowsy's take coming out of his mouth or out of his ass? Oh, they're pointed takes. Opinionated takes. That's Stephen Wildwood. Well, well if, if, you, my if take you think that five it... schools in four years is a little bit too much, yeah. or six and seven years is a little <laughs> too much, I mean, I'm sorry, that, that take... I'll, I'll put it back in its holster, you know? No, if, if these people don't think that transferring five times in four years is too much, then more power to you. Well, he's a Missouri Tiger now. If he would have went to Kansas, you would have heard, oh, screw that guy. I saw him on Netflix. That arm ain't nothing. He transferred a bunch. That's how every fan base is. That, that army. Did that you see the SEC nothing. issue a statement yesterday regarding the officiating? <laughs> I did. What did they say? The Arkansas game. They About said, the Des Moines Hodge charge? Yes. But they reviewed it, did they not? So you didn't see the statement, or did you see the statement? I saw the statement, and they said they didn't review it, but they stopped the game to review it. They said that the video official was wrong with the way that it was handled. I mean, it's a it's a substantial call in the Big game. Big time, yeah, I, 43 I seconds. money on Missouri, so I was, I was certainly happy to see the call. Uh, yeah, the statement from the SEC uh, came out uh, yesterday afternoon with 43.7 seconds remaining in the second half of the Arkansas at Missouri men's basketball game on January 18th. The officials called the player control foul against an Arkansas player that came into contact with a Missouri defender who was inside the restricted area arc. By rule, the location of the player in relation to the restricted area arc is reviewable in the last two minutes of a contest. When the officials on site went to review the play, the video replay center incorrectly communicated to them that the play was not reviewable. Therefore, the play stood as called on the floor. Uh, the SEC collaborative replay process has provided accurate and efficient outcomes since it was implemented in 2017. This is just a bunch of stunningly, it's just like, oh, let me trim the fat off the statement, and it comes at the back end of the statement. All on-court and replay officials are evaluated on an ongoing basis, kind of passive-aggressively saying, we understand, we screwed up, we're going to whack somebody. Performance evaluations are used to determine game assignments, SEC tournament and postseason tournament assignments. The SEC continues to evaluate, refine, and improve the SEC officiating process. That was like... Disclaimer. Well, I was also saying, we know, we screwed up, and it really was, it, it, first off... That uh, who was it that fouled out there, Jackson? He, the guy who was on the charge fouled out. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a huge play in the game. Was it Ricky Council? No, can't remember. It wasn't uh, Anthony Black? No, because Anthony Black fired up the final last right, right, shot. Right. Um, either way, listen, was and then, but that's not even addressing the the foul on Golston's and one, right? That came 
17 seconds earlier. Right, but that's and not... And you know, then you had 56 fouls. I mean, it was just, it's, that was bad. But what confused me about the statement is they went to the board and looked at something because there was a, there was a good minute and a half stoppage in place. So what were they looking at the clock? I, I, don't, I don't understand because on the broadcast, they kept showing the Des Moines Hodge charge. And then... But they were told when they went over there that it was not something that they could overturn. Okay, that I got is, That's what the statement is. Sure. So, I, yes, they did go over there. Yeah. But then they were told by somebody in that review, uh, whatever they call that, uh, that it was not reviewable. And that is why the SEC issued the statement. Okay. That's I mean, fair enough. But um, Well, it could be they were looking at it, and then it took them a minute or so to say, hey, you can't review that. That's yeah. That's, that, that's what I believe probably okay. happened. That makes sense. Um yeah, that's a that's a big moment, and uh, but he, I mean, to me, it looked like he lifted his heel up before they got there, but it was really close. Yeah, it's a mess up. It's a it, well, it was a poorly officiated game, left and right. Mm. No, there's no doubt about it. But hey, I think the right team won. Oh, okay. You think Mizzou will win them all the rest of the way? Like Run the Bama, team. Iowa State, yeah. uh, Tennessee left on the schedule. That's Easy. a uh, tough slate. Oh, a tough, tough slate. You think they could get in the tournament? Yeah. I think if they beat Alabama, their ticket's punched. What if they don't? Then they have a couple more opportunities to punch their ticket. No. Didn't Gabe say the other day that he thinks if they get to 21 wins, they're in? Yes, that's that's what he thinks. is. The, I mean, tomorrow they're free-rolling. You yeah. haven't seen a number on that, have you, Jackson? Uh, they usually come out day of. Um, we were guessing around five, give or take. So yeah. they're free rolling tomorrow because they're not expected to win. But if you do win that, that is a that's the kind of win that then allows you to free roll to take a bad loss down. Assuming yeah. Alabama continues the trajectory that they're on, because right now Alabama would likely be a one seed. So that's a kind yeah. of yeah. win it would be. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody says that Jennings was super active on the Secret fan page. Was he? I don't know, Doug. I know you were active there. So I wasn't. Know. I didn't even know it existed. Did you ever see him in there, Doug? I never knew it existed. <clears throat> it's just people taking shots at us. <laughs> That'd be easy to do. Right. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what material we would give them. Yeah. Uh, I do know this. We have the cuts of the week, right? Yes, sir. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, uh, it's the Birderelli Cutlery Cuts. Oh, that'd be nice to hear. Cuts of the week are brought to you by Birderelli Cutlery. Visit them on the hill or online at birderellico.com. Cut one. The bar, the old colony, it's right off the beach. Will you stop uh, saying it, that? We don't need that detail anymore. This is where the sex comes in. Cut that off. Please let me talk. You've been talking for 20 minutes and we still haven't gotten the story. This bar, the old colony, it's right off the beach, but oh. you know it, it gets dark out there for the most part when you get away from the main stretch of bars and restaurants on Commercial Street, which is the main drag in P-Town. Oh. <laughs> and we, we find a spot closer to the water and oh, start geez. going at it. Again, aggressive. Ken's phone's woman. ringing. I know. <laughs> so unre- I but he is left picking up off the desk. My, I can but, see but, my pen. <laughs> like a T-Rex <laughs> and coming closer. I, I've gotten to the sex part. Okay. <laughs> just wrap it up. A, a, aggressive woman, but we're going at it doing stuff, and just right away, sand is getting everywhere to the point that it's uncomfortable for me and has to be even more uncomfortable for her. So I took the initiative. I said, let's probably end this. She gave me her number and everything. It was like a cordial parting of ways. 
Is he gone? Or <laughs> my headphones out. No. Is he gone? Nurse. He's uh, hello? Yes. I'm hearing a different show over. Gosh. Oh, hello? Yes, we're still here listening to this story in excruciating detail. Has he banged her yet? Yeah. Yeah. He's gone there, again. There are like drops being played in my ear. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're not hearing that. I'm not playing anything, bro. Hello? I don't have the yes, we're here. We're right here. Uh, there are like dro- like ads being p- blasted into my ear. Well, I'm not doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, my bad. Oh, is YouTube right. playing for him? Okay. Well, You're playing ads? Right. So, so, so I took the initiative. I said, let's probably end this. She gave me her number and everything. It was a cordial parting of ways. And I was going to meet up with her later that night, but I got you know deep into like a bunch of shots of Jim Beam and who knows what else with a bunch of family and friends. And then by the morning, oh. she and Hillary had already left town. So that was that. That's the, the story? Se- the the, the, the <laughs> sex lasted about 45 seconds because sand gets everywhere. Cut to Jackson. Talk uh, now more about your trip to the mountains with your boyfriend. It sounds like a, a gay retreat. <laughs> Only on this show can you like go do something fun with your friends. And well, it, I, 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 I understand where you're coming from with that. However, for a group of guys in their mid twenties to go to the Smoky Mountains and stay in a cabin <laughs> together, I just I, I gotta hang out. Right. I, sure. I mean, I knew where, where the thoughts would go, and I don't blame you for no for thinking such. I'm with Tim. Make sure you bring up. <laughs> Bring this up on balloon part. Yeah, yeah, that's no problem. Let's just go to Nashville. They're very understanding. We've gone to Nashville before, though. Like we've done that. We're trying to do something different. If you're in your fifties, I get it. You know, there's some fishing going on. You got the mountains. You can sit out and have some scotch. (laughs) In your twenties, I mean, you can only only, only go to so many moonshine places and drink. Guys, it sounds like there's going to be a male daisy chain in the mountains. That's from Flip Wilson. Listen, let your mind take it wherever. It's it's me and a bunch of friends. Uh, Is uh, Private Citizen Pete going? You better believe it. Nice. Mm. Herb. Herb's going to be there. Herb's oh, Herb. Herb. Ja- Jackson, I would say Herb is the power top on the trip. Yeah, that's, you oh, know, like pl- Plowhawk. I mean, he's just going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Talking about fishing, you could lay that hog down and catch a carp in that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I guess I never really thought, but yeah, Herb would probably be the main top. Anchor oh. down. <laughs> I mean, I don't plan on ha- having any man-on-man action oh. that weekend, but I, I hear that moonshine does things to people. Oh, yeah, Herb is head heavy. That, that dude, head heavy. It's, he has a big head. This has yeah. all the earmarks of a brokeback mountain type of retreat. Listen, I, it's going to be a great time with my friends, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be swayed by uh, public opinion on this. Are you even packing a suitcase? Are you even bringing clothes? Uh, yeah. Okay. Bringing clothes. Why would I bring clothes? Doesn't sound like you're gonna need them in this bunk. You think I'm we're eleven need other dudes buck naked the whole time? Well, I don't know. I don't know what to make of your vacation. No, it's gonna be just quality time with my friends, and I think that's cool. Quality time mm. with my friends, and okay. I think that's cool. There it is. I guess the trip is still on. Mm. It's gonna be hot. Yes, if you can't think of anywhere else to go, <laughs> bunkhouse with fifteen, sixteen other guys. I guess is a great time in the Tennessee hills. Uh, you can give your thoughts by texting and engineer design facilities text inbox 314881-TMA5. Design air heating and cooling email today is coming up here in this Maggie O'Brien's 9 o'clock hour before Jackson and I head down the hallway and talk it over on uh, Balloon Party 101 ESPN. And we have the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter, Doug. What a huge segment it is. What's that about? Uh, Jackson uh, just peppers me with his kisses, and his kisses are little questions. Oh, really? 
perfect way of describing it, Tim. Oh, pepper me. What, what sort of questions do you have? Sports yeah, you have? I don't like to look at the six-shooter until we're on the air, but give us a little tease. I just signed out of my email, so give me, you know... A second here, let me kill some time while talking about that. Uh, if you have visibility okay. to your company or place of business, commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf rt.com. They'll have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf rt.com, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. It's engineered, designed. Facilities. That's why it's the VEF text inbox. All right, that buy you time? Yeah. You want one a sample question? Sure. You like a sample? Why don't you come on down there and do it? Greg Gansinger's in there. I'm going to see if he's going to stick around. Would you look at the time? (laughs) (laughs) Do you you think you might have a phone call? Yeah, I got a phone call to make. Since we were just talking Mizzou Hoops, I'll bring up my Mizzou Hoops question. Okay. Do you believe that Dennis Gates' style of a deep 9 to 10 man rotation is counterproductive in today's transfer portal era? Initially, I was going to crap all over that question, and then it got me somewhere. Because I thought you were, like, breaking down, like, his system. And I was going, oh, God, we're going to be appealing to, like, one guy with 30 different Tiger Board accounts. Oh. But I get what you're saying. That's that's a bad example of the six-year. Yeah. Well, I think the more guys you play, the better. Yeah, heard you make a sound. Well, that's it's a little yeah. sound. Right, like, it was like Fievel in American mm. Tale. Listen, I'll try again. I, I, all right, hold on. <laughs> I, I think it's obvious. I think the more guys you play... The more guys you, you make happy. And if you're going to play run and gun and do a lot of pressing, you need lots of bodies coming in and out. I get that if you're the coach, but if you're a player and you want to be a star, it might not necessarily. Oh, be. well. So that's what I think the problem right, like, is. Right. Like Kobe Brown did not play in the overtime against Wichita State. I don't think a lot of guys who are looking to you know play in the pros would be cool with that. Well, how many of those are there really? Six. Days. A handful in the country? Six. He just gave you the number. <laughs> no. There's... Here, I'll, I'll do one more. With the 2024 class of free agent pitchers, do you think the Cardinals are holding off on signing a starter so they can attempt a splashy signing next season? What about that, Doug? Just for a balloon party? Yeah, we're yeah. giving a sampling of the uh, six. Okay. Uh, I would say no to that. I don't think you hold off. You, you don't question. know if the guy that you got your eye on might resign with his current team. Got this text. I don't know if I can talk about it on the balloon party, but uh, if we'll have, yeah, but it's a wide berth Friday, so we can bingo we can go anywhere. Extremely wide berth. Somebody texted me <laughs> wide berth Friday, yeah. So like we that. don't have a guest. I like that. I, I do too because we can just go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I get going, then it becomes QFTA. Then you gotta take a break. I forget to take a break, <laughs> and I, I feel like I've only talked for three minutes, and then I look and I'm going, Oh my god, I'm 10 minutes late for a break. And then the next segment's going to be a minute long. It's just a whole thing. I just can't. I just can't get used to that clock. Uh, I mean, you go from doing a show where we do a ninety-minute segment to do having I do. Yeah, we forgot what commercials are. <laughs> if you did a ninety-minute segment, whether you'd be going in the next show. Have you guys taken a break yet? Because you're a half hour late oh, for our show. God. Yeah, I mean, I could do that show over there with no breaks without a problem. But they, they go, what in the hell did you just do? Um, somebody texted me and was wondering the root that article that we read from the Post Dispatch about the Cardinal broadcast because the, the person who's a credible person is saying the whole thing is just strange. Uh, in other words, could the article have been planted by the Cardinals to test drive the theory? I don't I, think so. I don't. It is now that I've read it. it Smart is, move if it is. It's it. It's just. I'd be curious. We're all going to, I don't know, I invited you guys to come and hang out and play on the simulator today. No, by the way, I hope you know, and I think you know because you know me well enough, if I ever invite you to do anything, you know you never have to accept the invitation. No, we know that. Okay. <laughs> but I think there are some people who get offended if people don't accept them on invite things, and so I just like to make that clear. 
And the reason I say that is not because I'm selfless. It's actually because I'm incredibly selfish, and I never want to be expected to go to anything. So that's why I say it. <laughs> oh, that is, yeah. If you, know you give I mean? that, then you can. It's going to be a double standard if I'm going, hey, you know, I don't care. Come by. I just happen no. to have the simulator today, and so I'm like, hey, come on by. And it's really, it really is great. I'm I love you. getting all that data. 100%. I what, did on that. the same thing? Yeah. Well, I did that for Gobble I sent that an email to the whole staff. I said, whoever wants to come now, please don't feel like you have to come. It's a Saturday. You got your day off, kids, whatever. You work hard all week. If you want to come, I just want to know that you're invited. So yeah, I wouldn't definitely. get upset at all if yeah, nobody so come showed by. But up. I think you'll actually, if you do come, I think you'll be Dude, Simulators are weird to get used to at first. But the, like, the, the data you get, I actually find it to be, for me, more productive than a range. I mean, I can hit pins on the range, but you don't know what the ground is you're hitting into. If it's wet, then you're not getting the proper rollout to know if, okay, I hit the wedge one whatever. And I don't know. Anyway gives a damn point. I got my new driver because of the simulator. Because it showed me the oh, spin right? after the ball. Yeah. I'm getting 30 yards more spin and it's going further than my other driver. The reason I bring it up is I'd be curious what you guys thought after you read the article. Because I've read the article and I don't really know what the, what it was about. That, and the, I'm not saying that to, to mock. I just I don't know what the what it was. Because it, it, it was basically about Dan McLaughlin. But it didn't say he was coming back, and then Dan Caesar, the author of the article, said, to be clear, it's not like this is, you know, we're not being told this. It's just, so I don't I don't really know what it was about. I think if the Cardinals even follow Dan Caesar's, nothing is damned. But if you follow his articles and you look at comments afterwards, hardly any of his articles get comments. So well, the Cardinals. about us. <laughs> yeah, well, it's about us. All of our listeners do. But... <laughs> Um, I don't it's like think a the, secret fan page brought to the STL. I don't think the Cardinals look at that and say, let's see those 10 comments we get. Maybe well, we'll No, get no, a, no, no, no. I'm not saying the Cardinals can. No, I'm the talking Cardinals. about the texture who said, I would think maybe the Cardinals planted that with Dan to get get some feedback on it, which he doesn't get a lot of feedback. But if the Cardinals were to plant a story and have somebody, I think this is perfect for it because it initially doesn't get read by too many people with Caesar. But it does, however, get tweeted out. About, I mean, uh, you know, five, six, seven hundred times or whatever. You got, you know, Cardinal diehard fan pages on Facebook retweeting it. So I don't think it's his initial article that gets the traction. It's people retweeting it, commenting about it. And that's where you can kind of get yeah, your maybe. get your huge gauge of what the city and yeah. what the nation thinks about bringing them back. Yeah, so I think it's smart. The, uh, we got to do the email of the day. Well, sure we, go. Uh, we only have two in the filtered file. We have five. Smart. What did I, what did I, I only see two, Jackson. Am I in the wrong thing? Refresh. I'm going to refresh. That's usually not the way it works, but maybe it is today. Maybe something's off with my, uh, what do you call it, a laptop? You're right, it is five. Uh, first of all, I am proud to have Tim read my email. He is the ginchiest? Now, what in the unibrow one-horse town log ig was plowsy throwing in the wind? You let this one through, did you, Jackson? <laughs> I can tell by the wording as a Kevin Miller. One million percent Brady Cook as your starter. Keep licking on that boy sucker Nancy boy. <laughs> oh. But this email is about the cautionary tale that is Jackson's love chalet trip. I'm worried the kid is going to get his hopes up. You see, my first honeymoon was in Gatlinburg, and the sex was absolutely horrible. Oh. So let me give you a pro tip for sexual success. While your buddies are trying to flirt with your best-looking friend, pay attention to your ugliest friend. You know he is. By night two, he's going to be more than a little flattered, and bam, you're dancing the chocolate cha-cha in the hot tub. That's from Bud, then there's a middle initial of N, and then the last name is Jection. Bud in Jesson. Frenchman. <laughs> it's Frenchman. 
9.30 a.m. is my favorite time of the day for the restroom. Since everyone's cycles are the same, the restrooms are shoulder-to-shoulder, hot middle-aged men from 9.30 to 9.45. It's my favorite time slot because all the hottest guys have just finished their second or even third cup of coffee and haven't had any water since the previous night. When the gentleman in front of me is finished emptying, I scurry to the urinal and I take the deepest of breaths through my nostrils. I allow the cloud of salty coffee brine to engulf my nose and get me the slightest bit erect. Mm. When finished emptying myself, I tuck my soft cow under the waistband as to not attract attention. But everyone knows. Everyone always knows. That's from Danny Tanner. Do they? Danny Tanner. This doesn't feel like Charmin double ply, Zane says to me as I untangle my tongue from his gerbil's juicy butt merkin. Oh, merkin. Ah. Oh. Oh, my word, that Salisbury steak supper last night is crowning. I need it to come to rest on my hairy boy chest. Ah. Let me taste a little of that colon spittle. No. Think about a duck. say that. Tunnels 12,000 got himself suspended. Got himself suspended a period of two days' time. His name right now is going into the suspension log yule. So Doesn't what if Iggy feel uh, very good, I wouldn't think. hijacked the program to discuss an off-air Zoom call during which he made the bizarre flex about how he rarely takes clothes with him when he visits Jamaica. Then, in order to deflect allegations of narcissism, talked about how he tracked in a little red penis on his shoe and then threw it away before anyone noticed. So what if Iggy has no self-awareness? Are you not entertained? I would much rather hear Iggy do creepy ASMR impressions for the 20th time than hear some try-hard caller posing as a Vianney mom. Oh. <laughs> Pushing Teamsters talking points. He did do that. He was, he was all for him. Striking. About UPS drivers ahead of their labor dispute. Was that a plant? <laughs> I think, I, do. I think it might have been, yeah. <laughs> I like how Iggy waited until the week Aubrey Plaza was hosting SNL to try and book her for Pepper and Jeannie. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza is literally hotter and more in demand than she's ever been. I could only imagine her rep asking her, let's see, you've got Fallon on Monday, then SNL rehearsals all week. You want to do a sponsorless, mostly dormant podcast in St. Louis oh. that only does new sods when there's an opportunity to get creepy with an attractive lass hosted by a guy who's into ASNL. SMR and has mes- memorized the scenes when you got naked in the White Lotus. I do look forward to Aubrey Plaza's career dipping into the straight-to-the-web phase when Iggy's in his 80s. I think she'll play ball no matter how creepy he gets, unlike that prude Meg Tilly, mm. who hung up on Iggy after he mentioned the Tilly sister breasts. Again, I'm enjoying the show. That's from Buck Swope. Oh, now she had a go. Buck Swope. And I did you say brought up her sister's breasts? Yeah, and hers. Why? Because that's what I do. <laughs> she didn't hang up. Answer. She didn't hang up. They, it was out of time. And finally, morning, guys. Another great week of shows. Thanks for being a reliable source of laughter and entertainment in our lives. Not much to report on other than a gentle reminder that this week uh, played host to two Hall of Fame calls. Call number one, a wealthy man baby. <laughs> so enthusiastic. Top on your phone lines. That once your producers finally figured out how to take the call, it seems as though the caller had put himself to sleep. Presumably by reading mm-hmm. himself one of his own brain-numbing poems. He said he actually did fall asleep. <laughs> that wasn't an act. He really did fall asleep. And that was just kind of the last time we mentioned him or heard from him. And call number two, an elderly woman frequently known for calling in to discuss things nobody cares about, <laughs> called in with such passion, such devotion, 
that the entire focus of her call was to inform you that she didn't have the energy or vitality to discuss anything on the air today, and she openly acknowledged that her mere presence would bring down the entire mood of the show. You guys have the type of show where confused olds can just drop in to mm-hmm. comatose themselves and the audience in real time, and that's something special. Mm-hmm. Thanks. That's from Stephen Dobernick's cutoff Gene Sharks. Hey, just want to cut in here to say that he sent me a text to acknowledge he saw something that reminded himself of me. So there's that. And that's apparently the end of the story. <laughs> what is that? Stephen Dobernick's cutoff jean shorts. His name is Dobernick. Dobernick. I apologize for the pronunciation. I, like everyone else, am not aware of him. It's time for uh, this heating and cooling email today. Doug, what you got? Well, I thought Buck Swope had a really nice little email. But I'm going to have to go with Stephen Dobernick's cutoff (laughs) jean shorts. I'll vote for him. Dobernick. I feel bad because I said this earlier. This is like the fourth time I would have voted for Swope. Which I don't like to do, but he was the best email until the last one was read. Oh. I'm going Dobernick. Are you? I thought Tunnels had a really nice one. That swoop was strong. Stephen Dobernick, it wins. It doesn't matter. Congratulations, Stephen Dobernick's cut off jean shorts. You have won the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Jackson and I are going to go deal with it, Doug. Come and get your whooping. Uh, it's a balloon party on 101 ESPN, and they are not happy with us, and I just know that. Yeah. And that's coming up. Well, that's uh, Wide Base Friday. You're good. Yeah, it is Wide Base Friday. And then uh, Pepper and Jeannie, nothing doing today? Hell no. All right, there it is. Oh. Time for us to shut it down for the plug for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Aggie Stroud, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elm Vaughn, and to McCarthy Smith. Right, Kelly, running after from Michelob Ultra Studios.